Hola amigos y amigas, welcome back. This is episode four, where I introduce you to mi amigo del alma, Homer. I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Come find us on Instagram at between underscore amigas. Hope you guys enjoy. Let me record. Hola, buen día, buen día. Welcome back to another episode of Between Amigas. On this special episode, um, this is actually recorded very differently from our previous episodes. Uh, we are recording via Zoom, and you guys get to actually meet one of my very good friends, Homer. Um, and um, you guys actually get to see him too. So if you're interested in actually watching this, you could go to our YouTube channel and you can watch it too while you while you listen to it. Um, so on this episode, like I said, you'll get to meet one of my closest friends. Um, I always say he's my twin soul. He is one of my best friends, you know, that I've met luckily through work. And um, he's one of the funniest person I know, and it's in my life. Um, he is, what do you say? How do you say it? like ocurrente? Like the things that just come up in this guy's head and the things that can just come out of his mouth like are hilarious. He's so funny. Um, and my relationship with him goes back, oh man, I was trying to think about it like 11 years, maybe 11 years. Yeah. Um, and we met at work. Um, and um, I remember like when I first came into the area because you already had work there. Um, I came into the area, I saw you, you were chatting it up, people were laughing. And I was like, oh my God, I want to be his friend so bad. Like he just seems like a fun dude. And I just, I can't wait to meet him. So of course I wheeled my way into like actually meeting him and we became really close friends and um, very lucky, very blessed to have you in my life. So without further ado, I'll let you introduce yourself, Homer. Awesome. Thanks. Hi, Jackie. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name's, I go by Homer, uh, but my legal name is <laughs> Homero, Homero Sosa. Um, if you pronounce it in Spanish, it's Homero, H silent, everybody who doesn't. Um, but I go by Homer. A lot of people know me by Homer. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm married. I'm, we're close in age. I'm 35. So we're actually Virgos as well. Yes. Um, a couple of days apart, I think three days apart in yeah. birthdays in September. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been, I was, I'm not originally, so I live in San Antonio as well with, uh, in the same city as Jackie, but I was born in Mexico and, uh, have been here since I was little, since I can remember, but um, yeah, so I lived in uh, a very small town in West Texas. Uh, it's called Ira Ann. Yes, you pronounce it like that. Otherwise people think you say Iran, like <laughs> the Middle East, um, which a lot of people say that and then automatically think that I'm from there, which is not true. Um, but yeah, I made my way to San Antonio and I've, I think my, my sophomore, junior year, so I've been here ever since. Uh, met Jackie at work and, you know, did schooling here. Um, we did school too also, right? We did you our undergrad yeah. with um, at UIW. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, so that was fun. And then um, recently got my master's last year, which was 
not last year. Yes, last year. I finished yeah. last year. I started in 2018. Uh, that was crazy. Um, I have a daughter, which is oh. very recent. She's, uh, I say recent because I feel like it just happened yesterday, but she's growing up so fast. She's already going to be two in August. So very excited about that. Um, so yeah. I'm, she's I mean, so precious though. Like she's probably like one of the happiest babies I know, like any single time she is camera ready. She's like, hey. Yep. She, she's in this phase right now where she's like waving and saying hi to anybody and everybody she sees. You know, the other day we were leaving and there's always people walking in our neighborhood and she yells at people. She says, hi. And if they don't respond back, she continues to say it and louder and louder and louder. <laughs> so it's hilarious. And we were at the store the other day uh, um, and she was, I went at the party, let me go back and get this. And she took her with him and I could hear her aisles down. She's waiting, like, hi, 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 like at everybody. I'm like, oh my gosh, people, you're, you're probably going to get annoyed by some people because they're like, she continues to say it, like, she won't stop. It's hilarious. She's like, hello. So, but yeah, that's uh, a little bit about me. Yeah, I do just, um, I do data governance at work and that's fun. It's completely new, actually. We've been doing, we did a lot of the same work for a long time and I changed my career when I started to do my master's degree and holy cow, it's, um, you know, data management and information is a whole new world and I was just learning a lot. So I'm excited about it and, you know, pursuing that. So that's, that's fun. But you always been really good at that. I remember like when we would, when we we're working together, cause we were on a team of, of a very small team. It was just you, me and another friend of ours. And I remember like thinking like, Homer, what are you doing here? Like you, your brain works in a different way and your knowledge around data was so like well-rounded that I was like, like he's gonna go places but not here especially because like you just had like just the way you thought about the data that where we were at it was like really not cool to see for like you know outside in so I'm not surprised it went down this path um I'm super proud of that you did get your master's because dang like you grad you went to school you did your grad school um you got you had a daughter um and I just I'm, I mean all that is like super awesome like you know Cool yeah, I reflected about. last year at the end of last year because of the whole pandemic thing. And I was thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, like what, what did, like, I felt like very exhausted for one. Yeah. And then I look back, I'm like, there were some major things that happened in the past two years that I really didn't take inventory of until, again, like I said, last year, because of all the stuff that was going on, it's like, we moved to a new home. I started a new job. I started a grad school and we kicked off our adoption, Freddie and I, um, which is a whole nother story, but that, and then it's cycled so quickly to, you know, then actually having a kid. Yeah. It was leaps and bounds of what I would have thought would happen. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I know. And you look back, you're like, how did I get through all that? Like emotionally, it's like exhausting. Like you said, yeah. like, well, like, I can tell you one thing that I, that how I got through this, cause I ate a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm that kind of person like I just I stress eat when things are on my mind I'm like oh I'm kind of hungry again like I need some of those Oreos <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah so yeah that's 
that's you in a nutshell in a nutshell um you're also okay so people know that you know me and caesar just recently had twins in october i had a boy and a girl um and you yourself are a twin i am i'm a twin uh yeah so in total we it's five kids that my parents have so five brothers and sisters so with me and i have a twin sister Mm -hmm. um we don't look anything alike. I don't. You guys don't. It's so crazy. We don't. And a lot of people, I remember growing up, and there was sometimes when random people would see us together and we'd like be at a store or whatever, and they'd be like, oh, and your girlfriend. I'm like, first of all, that's gross. <laughs> Secondly, that's my sister. Um, but yeah, we, it's, yeah, we, I have a twin sister. And, you know, I think when you learn to appreciate it as you get older, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, and, we have such a huge age gap between my twin sister and I and the next sibling, uh-huh. um, which is about 10 or 11 years, if I'm not mistaken. So I, you think about that, and I think about a lot of the things that I went through and a lot of the struggles that I had or the, you know, um, just a lot of the things that I went through in life. I'm like, I don't know that I would have been able to really get through a lot of the things that I did. Uh-huh without having somebody that close to me mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. So back then you're like pissed off because you always had to like share, go go with your yeah. sister, go with your brother type of thing. Yeah. But I look back and um, I, d- I don't know that I would have been the same person. Yeah. Kind of emotional, but. Yeah, I know. No, I love, I love that. Like I know when I first, when you first told me you're a twin, I was like fascinated by it because I've always been fascinated by twins. Like, oh man, like when I remember when I was a kid, like I'd be like, I just want a twin so bad. Like I want a twin so bad because I was so different from my sisters. You know, they all had birthdays around the same time and I always felt left out. And I always thought like, I just want a twin so bad. And then when I met you and you're like, yeah, I have a twin. I was like, wait, what? And then I saw a picture of you and I was like, of her. And I was like, oh my God, you guys look nothing alike. I was just like fascinated. And I was just like, but like, do you guys like have this like twin thing, you know? And I just was like really fascinated. And then I end up having twins, which is like <laughs> mind blowing. And then they're also boy and girl. Um, I don't know. I, just, I always feel like I always thought like I would have like twins would always be something very important in my life. And not only do I have twins, but I also have a really good friend, you know, um, uh, Homer, that that's a twin too. So it was kind of cool to see. Um, but you know what? Your niece, she looks like you. Like, yeah, she, she has colored eyes, but like her face, something about her, like she looks like oh. you a lot. Yeah, 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 Sophia, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is about her. She's, uh, she is, she, I feel like she has a very, um, her personality's very subtle compared to her little brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I've never got that, but I can see that. Yeah, every time I see a picture of her, I'm just like, she looks like Homer, like something about her is just like, so it's just like crazy how like bloodlines, you know, are or whatever. Um, So that's cool. Uh, Do Sophia and um, Sienna get to like, like uh, get along? They do. So, oh my gosh. So we have, because of the whole pandemic and the whole situation, it's limited the amount of, because they don't live here. They live in West Texas, kind of far, (laughs) almost four hours. But um, the times that we've seen her, she's very, Ophi describes it, my twin sister Ophi, that's her nickname, um, she describes uh, Sophia as a very mother hen with her brother, and she's oh very much God. like that with Sophia, <laughs> uh, with Sienna, and um, I remember when she first saw her, when, when Sienna was still little, 
and she was having a conversation with Freddie and he would she was telling him like you need to be careful because when she starts getting older she's going to start getting a lot of things and you need to be watching her so she's like basically coaching Freddie like you need like you need you need to prepare yourself sir <laughs> but she's every time she's with her she's always like trying to see make, making sure she's okay and she's looking after her so it really warms my heart to see that um, but they do get along and and Jet and her I think they're maybe not even like four months apart, I think, um, her, Sophia's brother. Mm -hmm. So they're very close in age. So when they get older, they're definitely going to be close. You know, close. So hopefully. Yeah, that's so cool. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I know. I love seeing like how cousins are because I, I didn't really grow up with cousins, you know, like all my cousins were in Mexico. I was, I was born in Mexico too. So it was like, I really didn't have cousins. So it's cool to see like my kids also get along with their cousins and to see others like actually grow up with their cousins too. Even if it's just a little bit, because like, even if you do see them like, you know, ever so often every year, like we didn't get to see that with my cousins because they're, you know, in Mexico. So it's kind yeah. of hard to, to get that um, going. Um, yeah. That's so cool. Um, so speaking of pandemic, what is one of the things that you've learned about yourself during this time? I mean, what a crazy time. I think we've lived through some crazy times, right? But nothing like this year. <laughs> it's on another level. Yeah. And it, it, it is really crazy. But I think, so there's some silver linings that I obviously saw with this because um having Sienna and so obviously going in pandemic it, it we all went to work from home so mm -hmm. that was one thing and being able to be at home and really having the access to Sienna throughout the day mm -hmm. when I wanted to because she was here we have somebody to come take care of her and uh during the day while we're working and I don't know that I would I don't know that this is actually 100% true, but I don't know that um, I would be able to have such a strong connection with her as I did, even though the first couple of months, because once I was off for a couple of months when we, when I started and uh, when we had her and then going into work and then being, I don't know that I could have done it the other way. Is that probably what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, so that's one thing that I, I really grasped onto and really was appreciative of and the silver lining of being at home and still having to see her in her early years. Um, but for me specifically, I think I realized that I didn't really take self-care as a big priority. And I think a lot of people can identify with that, but um, I never really paid attention to obviously what you're eating, how often you're working out and things like that, but also like, what are the things that are really important and what is really that things that you need to stick to and listen to, to yourself? Mm -hmm. Because I think about like one thing that I started to be more in part, probably towards the latter part of 2020, I started to really think about is like, I need to take care of myself because not only do I have a husband and I think that's priority, but I can't let my kids deal with certain things that I had control over when I was, you know, able to take care of myself and so forth. So I think a lot of this, it made me really take inventory of what is it that I feel that is priority? What are my thoughts and, and things like that? I, 
if I had to answer that very heavy question. <laughs> no, but I think that's true though, because like, I think when the first, when the pandemic started, like I, I got, I obviously had just found out I was pregnant. Right. Um, but most of the pandemic, I stayed indoors. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't do anything because of the high risk pregnancy and all that stuff. But now that we're still in it and I'm no longer pregnant, um, you know, after the pregnancy, some health issues arose on my end. And I started thinking like, Oh my God, you know, like, like exactly what you just thought about, right? Like you just said, that is that like, you need to take care of yourself because if I had control over that at this age, 20, 30 years down the line, when my child is older, like, I don't want my child to pay for the consequences of me not taking care of myself during this time. Mm -hmm. um, and I think also for me, like, so every year, and we'll dig into this one in another episode, but every year, um, a couple of friends of mine um, always come up with like a word. It's not really um, like, it's almost like a new year resolution type, but it's not really new year resolutions, more like the theme of the year, right? And so when this year started, and after all last year, I thought, like, I need to really think about my wellness, like the wellness of me, but not only of like physical, but also mental and emotional, because I think like as young adults, right, um, trying to adapt to the work from home, which, you know, to me, I, it, you know, I've never been big on work from home, but, you know, uh, to me, that was really hard to adapt to. And then the other thing that was also really hard is to like, because we're navigating through these like new, new waters, you're like, I'm scared a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. and that also does something to your mental health. So not only do you have to like take care of yourself physically, um, what goes into your body, but what you do also like physically to keep yourself healthy is yeah. also like Im as important as like your mental state, you know, um, because your children see that too. Your, your husband sees that, you know, and I think that's one of the biggest lessons that, that my husband actually has learned because his mom, you know, and his, and what happened to her last July. And, um, you know, she's still, you know, trying to recover from all that, that happened her the brain aneurysm. And, you know, she sees how everybody takes care of her. And he tells me, he's like, I want to take care of myself now too, you know, because if you look at like pictures from the pandemic, like now, like a year ago from now, when it first started and now you're like, oh, dang, I put some weight on, you know, like mm -hmm. even Caesar's like, I put my, my, my weight on. I was like, yeah, me too. And even though I, yes, I had children. Right. But like, it's still like something that you need to make a big priority. And, you know, especially with like the pen, you know, this virus thing attacking, attacking a lot of people with like health issues, like that's yeah. an eye opening, uh, you know, thing too. And that's, that's the, the, the more short-term thing that really, um, again, prioritizing what's important or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, we realized, okay, most, it's very likely that you or I, Freddie, um, will recover from having this mm -hmm. but to me avoiding doing that mm -hmm. and versus one of us getting it one of us has to be out of work yeah one of us has to now figure out who's going to take care of sienna yeah we can't have the sitter here at all time because then we're going to get put her into yeah every... so it's like this entire shift of other things yeah that we have to now worry about that for what yeah because I'm not taking the precautions temporarily for now. Yeah. So the, it's just like, is it worth it? And is it not? Is a lot of the things that, a lot of the, I guess, a mantra that I now have in my head is really like, 
it's so yeah is it worth it you know yeah Yeah. because then it does so many things like you just said like you have to find the logistics like same thing and i thought like i thought man if something happens to caesar because he was the one that was like going out there right and so i was like if something happens to you like what are we gonna do right and so caesar's like well where would i sleep you know we don't have an extra bedroom now because like the twins are in the extra bedroom i was like so will you live in the office like do i you know you need a restroom close by right so all of those things, you're just like, oh no, it's like, it's just so many things that you actually think about now. And you're like, okay, now I need to take my precautions and still could live my life, but in a, in a way where I'm still being safe with not only for myself, but also for my family. So yeah. I know that you've been working out because I love watching your workouts on, on, on Instagram. <laughs> um, what is one of the things, one of the hobbies that you've picked up during this year? So that's funny you asked me that question because I've actually been um, in early, so at the beginning of the year, um, I, I've i always had this fascination with languages. Mm-hmm. I, don't ask me why. <laughs> um, but, and, and actually there's one, one video on YouTube that I randomly came across and, and I was like, this guy was, he spoke all these languages and it's a polyglot. It's somebody that knows, I think, five or more languages or whatever. Oh, wow. I was completely fascinated. This dude knew like 21 languages and he knew them well. Um, and so I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I'm done with school. I'm, I don't have a lot of, you know, I do have, I do have a to-do list at home. <laughs> but when I don't, like, what do I want to do? Um, and reading books was one of my first things. I started reading that Matthew McConaughey book, which is really awesome, whoever. Oh, really? Read it. It's very good. Um, and I like him even more now. Oh, I love um, him. He's so hot. But I think so. What I've been so what I've been doing is I, my the hobby that I want to pick up is or that I am picking up is learning a new language. And I'm giving myself to 2022 to really become proficient in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been taking the time to actually um, research the best ways to learn a language because I didn't just want to do like an app or anything like that because there's so many different ways. And there's this one guy, this other guy that I found on YouTube, and he's just probably as fascinated with languages as I am but he's he's got so he's got a method to it and it's like I wanted to understand it and and it's very like he he's very analog he says he's very anti-digital when it comes to things like that so it's like repetition like creating a notebook or doing flashcards and things like that so yeah so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna pick up learning a language and the first one's gonna be French Ooh, um, I know Francais, and um <laughs> That is going to be my thing, and if I can add a, a four, a, you know, another one after that, then I'll continue doing it till I get old. Because oh I my god, and that's amazing awesome. for your brain too, no? Like, what's yeah, his name? What's the totally, what's the YouTube channel? It's um so his it's um Nathaniel uh what's it, Nathaniel Drew. Mm-hmm. I I kind of he's 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 younger than we are first mm-hmm. of all, but he's very motivating and he. He's a digital content creator, and he's basically dedicated his life now to um, just help, just being inspirational, I guess. But he, he does have a hobby of learning languages, That's and it so roots cool. back to his grandmother, which I was very impressed. He had it. You should watch it. It's a good YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Him and his grandmother uh, having a conversation, and she she goes from like Hebrew to Farsi to uh, Spanish to uh, French to. Wow. I mean, all these languages, and she's lived all over the place. But it's, I'm very intrigued by it. And I want and and I'd love to learn several different languages. Um, 
And I think it, it helps you. The one thing that he described, he's like, he helps you understand like where people come, like their culture and yeah. it's the background, the roots, like yeah. the, like everything. Yeah. I, 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 that's so cool. I love that. Okay. So 2022, we'll have you on and we'll have a full podcast where I'll yes. ask you things and you can talk to me in French. <laughs> yes. And, and so one, one other thing that I'd love to do, and it's so random because Freddie, I, Freddie gets annoyed by it, but, and I appreciate it because he lets me do it. But, um, I listen to just music that I have no idea what they're saying but I just <laughs> you love that is so so much <laughs> true yes that is so true because you that's I think do I have that I don't even know because I remember like there's some things like that about you like one of the things I was telling my sister yesterday because she helped me some, with some of like this content but we were talking about like you right and I was like there's one thing I'm fascinated about Homer is like the way he thinks about certain things and certain topics like it fascinates me to hear his perspective right like mm-hmm. I really love to just sit down and like have literally have a cup of coffee and like listen to you right and we for us to have this this conversation you know And one of the things that I had told her about was your taste in music, because you'll send me music and I'm like, what is happening here? But like the beat is really, really good. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. If I want to hear crazy music, go to Homer (laughs) and he will give me like some good music. I don't know what they say, but you, you're, that's so right. That is so true. Yeah, I do do that. And I've, there was, and I even get more, like I even like the artists more when I know a little bit about them or like what they're trying to say or maybe their background. Mm-hmm. There's this new girl that I just found out about and she's 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 originally from uh, the Congo and uh, her she's from originally from the, uh, uh, Rwanda actually. Mm-hmm. Her dad's from the Congo. Her parents are doctors and they wanted her to go to law school. Anyway, she became this artist and she's, uh, they moved to Brussels where where's where she learned French and now she's a French pop artist and and the lyrics that she writes and the way that she expresses herself through her music is like I I just because then I, I, I if I if I catch if I catch on to the beat and I really like it I want to know what they're saying mm-hmm. um and and it, her music's just very inspiring and uh I, I just, I, the fact that she has that immigrant story and she, they left Rwanda because of the civil war at that point. So it, those are the things that I'm just like, I, it gives me an understanding of other people and their struggles. And uh, so, yeah, there's just a lot of self-expression in there that I, that I find and I love it. So. I love that. Yeah. And I think also it kind of helps you like under, it's like, because both you and me were both born in Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. And we have yeah. our own separate, you know, struggles and and how we grew up and, you know, things like that. And I think that as immigrants to a country um, where, you know, you're looking for something better, I think honestly, like it gives you an even bigger appreciation for others doing the same. And you want to yeah. see them succeed. You want to see them to be happy and, you know, think like, yes, the sacrifices that you have done to get to where you are, are worth it and others people see it and appreciate it and yeah. I think like I think that's awesome I think that's really cool yeah anytime you want to hear really um interesting music I I, I definitely know I am, I'm gonna get it from you 
I'll start a playlist. Yes. Yes. Share a playlist. Yes. Um, okay. And then, um, so if people want to get more of your, you know, workouts that you do or your interest in music, what, where can they find you? Oh my gosh. I don't know. I have, so I have Instagram, um, definitely the more social media platform that I use. I have Facebook too, but I don't use it as much. I, yeah. Me neither. I just because I have a lot of my older friends from like back home and things like that. But Instagram is my jam. Um, you can find me there. Okay. I'll tag you. Yeah. So that way you think people can follow you and see like, okay, 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 okay. I see. Yeah. I see. <laughs> um yes uh okay so what is let me think um okay what is one what is one thing that you would tell your younger self like what with what you know today about life what would you tell your younger self girl let's pull out a chaise lounge get out some kleenex (laughs) um oh my god there's so many different so there's so many things and um, I, I listened to your podcast with your sisters and I think I think it may have been Susie that um, talked about courage or no, mm-hmm. confidence, I think. Oh I think. yeah. That is a huge thing for me. Really? Um, yeah, and back, yeah, no, for sure. Back and then, I, right? It, like that, what you know today, back then, what would you tell? Okay. A hundred percent. Like I would not probably be doing this if I was way back then. Like. I don't feel, at least I felt very insecure about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, ob- the obvious being being gay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so I'd say that. So th- so, so I'll, I'll say t- two things and then I'll elaborate. So one was confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I had the confidence and had built up confidence at a, at a younger, younger, younger age. Mm-hmm. Um, because I felt like I could have made so many different uh, decisions that would have led me to really and not be a different person because I'm satisfied with who I am, but I think it would have definitely driven me more if if I could sum it up to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I think be- there was some lack of confidence that I had as I grew up that it held me back from trying things. Okay, yeah. And, and for me to say, oh no, I don't like to do that because I, I've already tried it. Mm-hmm. No, I, I could never get to that point because I was always very, very timid and very introvert. And I didn't want people to know anything because if I did, I, like I would be scared of, oh, people are gonna, like I'm gonna throw out a hint that yeah. I'm here or whatever, yeah. which I'm sure people figured out at some point or at least had their thoughts, but that. And two, I would have really, told myself that you need to really practice courage and you can't be courageous until you start practicing it and um that's something that I learned along uh, later like in my late 20s I would probably say so I'm still fairly very new to it but it's always you have to try little bits at a time in order to become courageous is what I've learned at least so far and you can't be afraid of making mistakes and I think we I think we're just human and we always retract and and I don't don't want to feel bad or I don't want to be look like this in front of all these people but I think taking steps to um 
say, yeah, I'll try it is a huge thing. I, and I, and those are things that I want to instill in my daughter. And I do it with like my nieces and nephews and things like that. Like I told, like uh, my niece, Sophia, she was, we were at my sister's house and um, I was eating guac and chips and I was like, oh, you want some? And she's like, oh no, that's gross. <laughs> I was like, what? You don't like guacamole? What kind of Mexican are you? And <laughs> And she's like, and I said, so just try it. Have you tried it? And she said, no. Mm. Oh, no. I said, girl, <laughs> you're about to try this guac. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she tried it and she loved it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, those, and, I, and I told her, okay, you have to promise me something. Anytime we go somewhere and, we, and, you cease, and we're trying some food, you're at least going to try it because at that point, you're going to decide, dear Homer, I don't like it because I've tried it. Mm-hmm. Not because you have this assumption in your head that you don't like it, but you haven't tried it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's what, what I would have told myself. And that's, again, what I'm like, kind try of it, saying. try it. Like, don't be try so it. scared of, of doing it. Yeah. yeah, I think I could agree with that one. I, the other day I was thinking about this because I was like, I forgot what I was watching. And someone had said, like, what would you tell your younger self? And like, the first thing I thought for myself was don't take your health for granted. You know, Mm -hmm. don't take your health for granted. I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism very young. um, And back then I thought it was like the end of the world, um, you know, and and now with everything else that has happened, like, I feel like, oh man, if I could go back there and make better choices for myself, like, that's what I wish I could have done. And that's one thing that I would, I would tell my younger self, like, don't take your health for granted. Um, I think the other thing would be that courage, right? And I think that has to do with like, because I would think like <clears throat> a few years ago when I thought about I thought about this, about doing this podcast, I was like, I'm gonna do it, I wouldn't do it, but I was always afraid of failure, right? And I think that comes with like our Virgo side, right? Like you want to be good. You just want to be good. You're good at everything. You're going to be the best, right? You're going to be very chingona, very chingona. And you're going to do what you want to do, right? And you're just going to be good, right? We're used to that. And I think one of the biggest things that I was really scared about is like pulling the trigger and saying, I did it, right? Because, oh, I'm going to sound stupid. Oh, I'm going to sound like I'm going to, people are going to hear my stutter. People are going to hear me saying like, and people are going to feel like they're going to say, oh, she's Latina, right? Which is one mm-hmm. of the biggest things for me to be like, the people would be like, oh, you could tell she's like the homegirl is Latina because she's or she's from the Valley or from Mexico, right? Because she says things funny or whatever. Um, and I wish I would have like told myself that even two years ago, right? And I know things happen for a reason. A lot happened in 2018 for me. But, you know, I think to myself, like, if I would have had the courage to do it sooner, what would I be today? And yeah. I think that's the reason why I decided to just do it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it because why? Why do I sit here and tell myself like, I'm not, what's, what's telling me I'm not going to be good at it or, you know, and, and I do have so many friends in my life that I feel like are super interesting and how we have like these great conversations. Some of the best conversations we've had is really early at a Starbucks, right? Like, or oh, really yeah. early or really late or when we were out, right? Because we even lived in the same apartment complex for a long time. You, me <laughs> and our friend Claudia, right? I remember one time we went out to a bar really close by, remember? And then we <laughs> drove back home. I mean, obviously it was like, like literally the apartment like street and we drank so much that time and I remember we both were like dang we want Burger King you remember that day we're like should we go get Burger King um you know and like you just like 
you know, it's just, it's just crazy, you know? And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I want people to know and get to see, you know, and how am I going to get better? Right. How am I going to learn? It's a new trade, right? It's a new trade of like knowing how to like um, edit and knowing how to do these new things, you know, and just do it. And that's the same thing I tell my son too, like the whole avocado uh, guacamole um, um, example, because sometimes my kid will do that too. And I'm like, how do you know you don't like it? Have you tried it? He's like, no. And he's like, ah, si, cierto. So now yeah. this homeboy likes um, pico de gallo and he'll eat it with the serrano peppers. Oh, and he's like, girl. pica, pero sabe rico. And I'm like, yes, yes. Yeah, I think so, that's how his thing is going to be, by the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, it's like well-rounded and, you know, they're not going to be scared to take those 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 leaps, you know, whether it be, you know, from eating something different or doing something different, you know? Yeah, um, and it, yeah, yeah. And I think we come from a culture that's very rigid, at least I felt like yeah. that it's like it's this and it has to be this and we have to be consistent like yeah like don't do that give it a winter like yes. you know, no don't don't be doing that no that's it so right and i'm and it's like and those are the kind of things that hold people back because of this underlying shame that comes with certain things that you if you do it mm. it's going to be shameful to some degree mm-hmm. um and yeah i i think i think with courage would have come confidence and with confidence you could have you know there's you, you could know, do more yeah you could do a yeah. lot more well i'm glad that you're you know doing that teaching that to your nieces and nephews and your daughter too and i i'm it's good to be self-aware of those things too because you know then you're gonna create someone a human another human being that's gonna be be better in a better position to be more successful because i think for us i think we're very successful people um sure. both inside and outside of, of our personal and business life but i i think that we'll we have the power to get you know raise our kids to be even more successful with those with, with those things that we've learned um okay so one of the things uh, like pivoting to another topic one of the biggest things um that I feel like I love about you amongst every like all the things that I love about you but one of the things and a lot of people say this about you like if you could sum up (laughs) if you could sum up in three or four sentences what is your style like Mm. fashion wise what would that be you're like actually. <laughs> so I feel like I feel like it's slightly evolved, especially now. But I think what I would describe it as, um, it's it's become very practical. One, um, um, it's hashtag like, parenthood. <laughs> yes, um, it's become a little more minimalist. Like I don't do a lot of. Uh, flashy things like I used to mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I was flashy like wearing like lime green shirts or something um and but you were really like for people to get some context like you are one of the very 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 well-dressed people in the office like when we were working in the mm-hmm. office and we worked together like you were very well put together like from like you know head to toe hairstyle to shoes like always the best but yes it has you know uh I think changed a little bit but hello parenthood and environment yeah yeah no for sure but definitely when I get when I when I am getting dressed up I don't I like it to be a little I like it to be I like to use the word timeless I don't like to look at pictures back and be like oh that was 1990 <laughs> or like I, I just I like it to be elegant I like it to be timeless and I like it to be very put together um 
so yeah, but I also like it to be fun. Yeah, there are certain things that I do own in my wardrobe, and um, uh, Bianca can attest to this. She posted a, a story one time with one your of bestie. With one of, I know my other bestie. Don't don't think. Um, I, she, I think it was on it was on Instagram. It was a story, and she was posting something, and it was this guy, and he was wearing a really cool like tie dye shirt, and it's not like like your regular tie dye. It was like a a really like nice tie dye, mm-hmm. and I found it, and I and I and I bought it. Um, and I like to pair things like that up, but with something very like simple. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't like to go too much over the top, but I do. I do like to be when it is getting dressed up. I do like to be elegant. Um, I, don't I mean, know. your wedding pic, your wedding alone. Hello, <sighs> that know, was like fly, yeah. man. You both and Freddie were so handsome. I was like, thank you. Oh my God, I'm gonna cry. Like you guys look so good. No joke. Like our family, um, they always joke around. It's like, when are y'all gonna get married again? Because they really enjoyed that wedding. It was, it was fun. fun and- I had just found out I was pregnant, and I remember thinking back. I, I just because the memory just popped up. I took a picture with Tammy, and I was like, why was I wearing that dress? I was you like, look I remember. Good. I was like, I remember. I was feeling so nauseous, and I was like, Oh my god, I'm so nauseous. <laughs> but you were wearing those purple pumps with yeah. the yeah, those were cool. the Sam Metalman. Yeah, I love them. They're my favorite. I still have them. I wore them for my wedding. They were like the best. So Super fun fact for everybody. So Jackie and I spent a lot of time at work together, and not only because we were on the same team, but we literally sat next, like here. We did. And uh, there were times when she we she turn around and she'd be like. Oh my god, I'm going somewhere. What do you think I should wear? Yes. And I literally felt like I had her wardrobe yeah. inventory in my brain because I'd be like, mm. and I'd literally think of the things that she had. I mean, yes. It was fun. Yes, it was, and it was so great for me because I'd be like, Homer, I have this shower. Homer, I have this wedding. Homer. And he'd be like, Oh, you know what? The other day or one day I saw a picture and this is this. And I'm like, oh shoot, I forgot I had those. You're right. Okay, yes. And I was like, <laughs> he like, if I could tell you the two people that are more like fashion literate, <laughs> fashion experts, it would be you and my sister Bianca. Like, oh yeah. My Bianca sister Bianca, she's ahead of her time. I love it so much. But yeah. you too, because it's like super like you said I think you summed it up very well like I love anything that you put together and then not only that but now your daughter is like that too I'm like can you please oh. save that for Amelia because I need that for <laughs> or can you send me can you send me a swipe up link for her please <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so funny uh that's we should do that maybe we'll yeah you should that. you should because 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 <clears throat> Sienna does have her own Instagram um and she needs a modeling contract like now because she dresses I mean first of all those sunglasses I mean you guys need to check her out because (laughs) she has the best like I knew it like I was not surprised that Sienna was going to have this fashion because of her parents because Freddie and you have similar styles um and I just thought like this child is going to be so well dressed and sure enough and then Caesar says the same thing he's like what's Sienna wearing today I'm like look we need this but we need these sunglasses (laughs) yeah no Freddie and I have a good sense of style I mean in terms of like the same um 
he definitely does pick a lot of he actually picked those sunglasses that she usually Love wears them. even for me I'm like do they make them my size <laughs> I know, right? No, she's um, so cute. I love everything. And then, oh my gosh, which by the way, my daughter just finally, her hair is growing so fast and she's curly. So I'm going to need really? some tips on like curly hair because homegirl's going to have curly oh. hair. Yet, like as an adult, I know how to treat my curly hair, but I'm like, what do you do to a child? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, neither. I mean, and that's what that word navigating. So Sienna came out of the womb like full head of hair. She did. And and there's a lot of things that Freddie and her are like, is this normal? Like, because <laughs> obviously we don't have, we didn't have kids before. I mean, and our sisters have kids and things like that. But when it's, when it's your own and you're at home and things like that. But yeah, she came out with the full head of hair and it's curly. Mm-hmm. Um, which is funny because my dad actually has very curly hair like her. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny to see that. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to, I mean, I, for the first time I made jungles last week or the mm-hmm. week before um our babysitter looked at, she did it and I was like oh my god they she does actually have enough hair to do them mm-hmm. and then I tried it and her line was like trickle <laughs> and I was like oh let's do this again so um but yeah I'm so happy I'm so happy you're learning how to do it yeah like with CJ he has well mind you hair. I've had some practice because I would I would braid my sister's hair so okay see this is my first rodeo okay um, okay okay Okay, see, good, um, good tip for um, Miguel when he has his own children one day. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, comb your sister's hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I know, because I was like this boy. So Caesar combed her hair to the side and she was like, I'll be Narita or whatever. And this morning, homegirl woke up. I have to send you a picture because it's like wild and curly. And he sends you a picture in the morning. He's like, oh my God, my baby girl's going to have curly hair. I was like, oh my God, she sure is. Oh, it was I like nice it. and curly. And, and she reminds me of my dad when my dad would wake up. And like, my dad was always very well put together, right? Very well put together. Yes. Um, Miguel. But um, when the rare times that you saw him not go together like his hair was so curly right that now I see Amelia and I'm like oh my god you remind me of your grandpa so much with that (laughs) crazy hair um oh my god okay yeah I mean I totally love your fashion sense it's so awesome I love it your daughter's gonna have the best too and I think I agree with your description totally agree with your description I love it I love it and even your glasses I mean people like don't understand like when you when you would show up to work and you'd be in glasses I was like dude this is like a whole vibe like glasses shirts shoes like that's one thing I do like to do a lot is I like to wear one eyeglasses I I I stopped wearing contacts like I don't know like honestly like five years ago Mm -hmm. um but I sunglasses I always wear sunglasses too the funny thing is it's like I have to have prescription sunglasses Mm -hmm. because you can't see Mm -hmm. um so sometimes I get out of and I and I'm like go to, I'm in the store and I'm like I'm in sunglasses and people probably think I'm like trying to be like Kim Kardashian. But I'm not. I just can't see if I take it off. Um, so rather than go back to the car, I, I am gonna invent this at yeah. HB. And then with my mask nowadays, oh my god, no. I'm trying to no, I'm not even going to say it. You like you get know. fogged up. So what's <laughs> hilarious though, that question actually came directly from Susie, my sister. She was like, yeah. I need to know his fashion. Like he's always super like a VN, like, cause you know, she, we work, she works in the same building. So she'd be like, mm-hmm. 
why is he still dressed up so awesome? And I'm like, I know. So she's like, ask him. And I was like, okay, I'll ask him that. And then, um, but one time, I think it was like about, no, I would say like last summer, you had posted something on Instagram. It was so hilarious. Something about the fog and the mask and, and stuff. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, and you made me laugh. So my sisters obviously follow you or my sister saw it. Yeah, Susie. Yeah. And she sent me a selfie uh, of herself in the same situation. And she puts her caption was like, Homer was nine. <laughs> because you were saying something about like it was crazy how it's like get all gets all foggy yeah it really is bad and so now what i've done is i have to have a mask that's in thin enough not thin enough but not like a bulky one Mm -hmm. so that i can tuck it under my glasses here Mm -hmm. and this is like a continuation it doesn't have like the little plastic like little things on there so this Mm -hmm. works very well because then i can like press it down on my nose and it gets stuck so i don't get like the fog but it's like still struggle. a struggle because <laughs> by the time I get to like aisle 20 at HEB I'm like trying to fix it again yeah but you're it's, like I'm sweating this is why I have mm. to wear cotton <laughs> <laughs> okay um and then we have one last question I feel like well it's kind of like two questions but it's like a whole topic right oh. so you and Freddie um you guys have been together for how long now um so 2009. Okay, for a while now. So what is that like? 13 years? I don't know. You're asking the person that took algebra three uh, four times. <laughs> and and me, I just as bad girl. I think it's 13 years. Mm-hmm. 13 or 14 years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So oh, 12 years actually. Or no? Yeah, it was 2009. No, yeah, 2008. Because mm-hmm. in 2009, yeah. We moved in together, which is crazy. Oh my God. I know it's insane, but yeah, we've been together for a very long time. And Freddie is. He's a Pisces, right? Oh my God. Is he a Pisces? (laughs) Mary and Joseph. He, he literally is a handful, but he's, he's such an awesome man. And um, I couldn't be happier. Um, and I say that because like my sisters are Pisces, right? Granted, very different to be married up to a Pisces. Oh, girl. But yeah. I, I know, I know what, how they how they are, and I love them to death because they their lives would not be complete without these Pisces. No, it wouldn't. And I think that's what I like about Freddie. There's so many things that I like about Freddie, but um, obviously, you know, he loves family, and he he's he, he has a huge family himself, and uh, they live here in San Antonio, and we get to see them a lot. So. Um, and, um, but he, when I, so when we first met, mm-hmm. we met at a bar, which we first, we, we each said, we would never meet our significant other there at the <laughs> bar, but here we are. Um, we met through one of my mutual, a mutual friend, which I knew him when I first came to San Antonio, um, Michael and, uh, so we met and, um, we literally stayed out in the parking lot talking till about four o'clock in the morning. Oh my God. Don't ask me what, I haven't even know it's, it was such a long time ago, but I remember that and we just talked about everything and we had so much in common, both our families from, from Mexico. Um, we have a really large family, um, a lot of nieces and nephews. We have, we have kind of the same different or age gap between our next sibling and myself. So we had a lot of things in common in terms of family. Um, so yeah, we talked and the funny thing is we grew, so we met in 2008 and 
like spring summer summer I think and then in the fall he used to play he used to play softball at like a softball league and in, in, uh, and I was like um I would go watch him play and, and one time that I didn't go actually he broke his wrist and I'm not talking like a little break I'm talking like his wrist was like oh my touching God. his arm it was terrible I know and his sister texted me or called me and said hey Freddie did this and we're on the way to the hospital blah 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 so when he broke his wrist I mean he literally had to be out of work he I mean he works and he does an office job so typing was not gonna happen um but I think, I think you, I, I'll say this. I think you realize what kind of person I was because I, I helped him a lot. I took mm -hmm. care of him and I spent a lot of time with him. Um, and I would take him to doctor's appointments and I would tell his mom, no, it's okay. I, I, I don't mind. I can take him. And, and so he started to see like, um, I haven't, I, I barely know this guy and he's really helping me take care, take me there. And I'd spent a lot of time with him when, whenever he was in recovery and stuff like that. So we really got close to one another very quickly um, because of his accident or his breaking his wrist, which was kind of interesting. But um, yeah, he, he is a Pisces. So one thing that I really liked and that's really helped me because going back to the, the confidence and the courage piece, he always speaks as a matter, like a matter of fact, mm -hmm. and he's always been so sure of himself. Yes. He's always had this type of um, confidence that I never had. And I was like, okay. And that's attractive. That's attractive. It, yeah, it is. And, and, and it, it, it's to your point about, you know, we, they balance us. He really does because the, I mean, I'm a very passive person. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm like, oh yeah, it's like no big deal. Like we'll it's be fine. fine. And, like yeah. sit down, grab a cocktail. But <laughs> he's very much like, no, this is it, and this is and this is what I want, and this is what it needs to be. And it helps me really main, maintain focus. And I really like that about him. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so that and that just spreads across any other piece of our lives. He's always has our best interests. He's he's despite him being very firm on a lot of things he he's very heartfelt and he cares a lot about people and he he always stands for what's right and yeah I really love that. he it, i can see that he, yeah he always at the end of the day he may have his, his very strong opinion mm -hmm. on certain things but when it comes down to <clears throat> That's not how you treat somebody, or that's yeah, not like how fair, you being it. like fair, respectful. Yeah, he'll yeah. go, he'll yeah. go in deep with that, and I really love that about him. Um, so, yeah, so we've been. Yeah, I when I I think I've you know I've met Freddie you know more than a handful of times. You know he's your he's your better half. You know he's you know I've I've known him for a while too. And there's one thing that I have noticed in, in like the last you know couple years is how parenthood has changed him, because I think as a Pisces, their vulnerability is very like. I'm not going to show you that side of me, right? Like mm -hmm. you have to really know him oh. and. I see him with Sienna and I'm like, I 
love watching my parents, my friends become parents, right? Because you see a different side of them, right? No, like parent, when, when, when men become parents to a, a son, that's different. But when they become a, a parent to a daughter, like to me, it's so beautiful to see. Yeah. And when I, when I've seen Freddie share those videos of Sienna and him, like it really melts my heart because yeah. you get to see a side of Freddie that not a lot of people get to see that vulnerability. Right. Um, and, and you're right. And now, and there's another thing that I love about Freddie is his skin. He has a great skin. Girl, he, he is all eat. about that. Oh I God. love I'm that so here. much. We're going to need Freddie to give us a step-by-step <laughs> because he has great skin. Um, and it's just like, I love it. Like, it's just beautiful. Like it really is when you get to see him face to face. I remember one time we were out and I looked at his face and I'm like, why is your face so beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> um and um yeah and I really love that about Freddie and and I, I love how Freddie loves and supports your crazy antics because as a Virgo you get a little bit you know you're you're just a little bit you know different you know and and um and that he supports those passions of yours you know um yeah. so if Freddie could say one thing that annoys uh, he you annoy him like what is one thing that Freddie would say like dude this, this guy annoys me like <laughs> this is one thing that Homer is annoying like if you asked me about Caesar I'd be like damn that homeboy asked like a thousand questions like stop I appreciate the questions but sometimes I'm just like can you please just stop what would it be I think I think he'd probably say like my lack of time management sometimes <laughs> honestly it drives him crazy that sometimes I'm like oh yeah it's fine we yeah. have time yeah I'm like that too and he's like no we just just get it done and we'll get it done and I'm like yeah. and it drives him crazy because he's very much like that but I uh, there's I mean there's I can't think of anything more than that I mean I'm sure there's other things because you're also very silly. Like you're also very silly. And that's one thing that my sisters, I'm just thinking because they're Pisces, right? Like I, I am very silly. And sometimes they're like, stop. No, and I I thoroughly annoy him. I feel like that was part of our marriage contract that I put in <laughs> that he didn't read. But I I am I am so silly at the house. You are. I mean, beyond people's understanding. <laughs> And he he does get annoyed by me sometimes, but it's fun. And I think I think he. You, but he also loosen him up a lot. <laughs> but you also loosen him up a lot too, because that's how I see, like especially with my sister Susie, like mm -hmm. that's how I get her out of her shell, and she's just yeah. like, okay, fine, you know. Yeah, yeah. You get to a point where they where they start smiling, but yeah, Freddie is very, and I I I still hold this against him because when we I told him when I when I met him. At, at the bar that I mentioned earlier, um, I told him, I was like, you know, we've met before, right? And he's like, no, we haven't. I, I don't think I've met you before. I'm like, no, you have. And you're very, you're very much an asshole. <laughs> and he's like, I don't remember. I don't remember. But I was like, yeah, you were. And you weren't very nice to me. And I just want you to remember that and realize that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, you know, he's, I, I get him out of his shell. He's very much, when anybody that meets him, he's very like, he seems like he's shy and very introvert, but mm -hmm. you get to know him and he's super fun. And, yeah. 
Yeah. He is. And he's a good husband and he's a really good dad. And mm-hmm. I love him watching those videos with Sienna and just seeing that side of him. It really honestly warms my heart. I love it. I'm so happy for you guys and this, mm-hmm. you know, a chapter of your life. And um it's so new to both of you, which you know, you guys becoming parents has been such a great, I don't know, just like you because you you know your friends in like the bar and at work and you see them do like great things, but then you see them raise a child and you're just like, oh, like I love that side of you, you know, like it's yeah. so beautiful to see. Um, and I'm so happy, you know. I know when you guys, you know, decided to go on this route of adoption, right? I was like, whatever you need you tell me because seeing you guys as parents is I, I've seen you be such a great uncle Freddie no se diga like siempre supporting his 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 nieces his nieces and nephews like I see that all the time all the time I saw it all the time you shared that with me all the time and like you the way you love your niece and, and nephew I thought like if they love children and raise them alongside because it really takes a village to raise a child um and in the way you guys did all of that I could only imagine that's only like a, a fraction of how you guys would be as parents like tell me whatever it is I could support you guys to become parents and uh and raise um you know a child and so just seeing you and seeing you as a parent you and both Freddie with Sienna and seeing how happy she is makes me so happy and it's not just me because you know how much I love you and you know how much I love Freddie but my sisters, like you guys, when you guys came to the drive-by shower and you, they, they met Sienna and they're like, oh my God, that baby's so happy. Like my mom and my sisters always say the same thing. Like, you know, that child is loved because she is so happy. Yeah. And we, 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 she definitely has a different childhood than we did. You know, my parents weren't, I, I mean, my parents were affectionate, but there's, I have one older sister that's super affectionate with her kids and she's very like, very mommy, like very mm-hmm. cuddly and things like that. And, and I have other sisters that aren't like that. And, and I, my mom was not as cuddly like my older sister. Yeah, older same sister. here. My mom was not like that either. And it's so different, but I, I, I you know, we're kind of like that with Sienna at times. It's like, we, you know, we are very cuddly with her and Freddie's uh, on another level sometimes, but, um, she's definitely going to grow up in a different, a different world than she would have had before, um, we adopted her and definitely different from how we grew up. Um, because mm-hmm. I just think it's, you know, there's certain things that I look back and I'm like, oh, that would have been nice. But, it, you know, parents that were immigrants, I feel had a totally different different priorities because yeah. it was more survival mode yes yeah. else. and I don't think a lot of people realize that because and I don't think I realized that until I definitely now that I'm a parent I'm like oh my god how did they do this and there wasn't a lot of time for all the extras and all the extra time that you need to put into you know certain things that your kids are going through or, you know learning or not learning and things mm-hmm. like that so um, very grateful and um, yeah that uh, we adopted. yeah and I think that helps you like realize because like you're right I don't think we see that like I don't think we um, see that because you know same here like my mom wasn't very affectionate you know but I see her with my kids and I'm just like why are you being so sweet 
mm-hmm. <laughs> like great I love it but it's so weird to me you know to see her that way um mm-hmm. but it's so cool to see me as a parent because I'm like that too you know like my sisters mm-hmm. will look at me and like one of the things that I I wrap my hand I can't wrap my head around is like I have three kids right like the crazy wild child that I was and now I have three kids and I'm a mom right like mm-hmm. when Caesar was out of town all last week and uh, my mom came to help me and my mom was talking to me and I'm like mom ya no me estoy gritando ya and she was like ay mija right like and then so we're sitting having dinner and I'm like and we start laughing at me and so I start sitting on my lap and um I look at my mom and I'm like mom like I'm your daughter and she was like yeah and I was like and I have a child and she was like yeah and I was like but it's so weird to me like I feel like I'm still like a child <laughs> Like, I still feel like you're my mom, you're here, you're helping me, you're taking care of me, but I'm a mom. And she was like, yeah, it's very weird. And I was like, yeah, it's very weird. Um, But, you know, it's cool to see and, you know, it's cool to experience that, that, that different type of like raising your child differently than yours. And you're right. Like, we don't know what kind of like stuff like our parents had to deal with, especially coming to a country where they didn't know the language, right? Like that alone blows my mind. Like going to the doctors and like taking your children and advocating for them, right? Like you could at least do that for your child in the language that you're supposed to, or not supposed to, but like that it's common, right? right. Um, but like, how do you, how did my parents do that? How did your parents do that? Taking you to the doctor? You know, and we weren't raised in a border town. Like we were raised in Los Angeles, right? Like that the border, the closest border to us was Chula Vista, Tijuana, you know, which was like, what, like I think six hours away from us, four to six hours, I can't remember now, but you know, and just like, so it's just, it was crazy. It was just like wild and, and, and so cool to like be able to raise our children to, you know, in this, in this environment and being able to advocate for them, you know, and, and to learn from our parents, um, you know, um, you know challenges you know big time big yeah. time I, we could definitely have just an episode on you know just all of yeah the challenges struggles that you have as an immigrant kid and yeah. immigrant family and, yeah um, yeah and I think even as like children right like you you kind of have like you don't see all of that but now looking back you're just like oh my god that makes so much sense but you're right it's, it is a total different um episode and I want to bring on um you know a people that we know too that we could have this conversation with like mm-hmm. you know um you know Ivan you know and um Jessica's right. husband he's also you know or Jessica herself you know and all of our other friends that also have grown up in 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 those situations and others that haven't right and um and so it's good to hear all that perspective and definitely an episode that we'll have soon because I think it's important especially with all the things that are happening nowadays you know in the border like there's times where like the other day me and Caesar were going to bed and we were praying and he's like girl I thought you were like done with your prayers it's like been five minutes and I'm like like I'm like praying for all these kids in the border town you know that are like you know coming here and I'm just like you know when they said that they're gonna open the freeman I was like yes like how can I you know help with these kids you know and and that's one of the things that we're trying to like me and my sisters have been trying to research is how can we help in in these situations you know because it's funny you say that Freddie was doing the exact same thing he felt he feels where, I mean, you, there's the level of compassion that just should take over most people. But I mm-hmm. think people live, some people live in this privileged world mm-hmm. that they have no sense of any kind of struggle. One that it takes to make a decision like that, yeah. um, to move and take and 
cross country or whatever and then potentially like people so, are sending their children you know right. their children you're and going into how, the unknown and it's like i yeah. can imagine doing that with sienna mm. um, and i remember my mom talking about uh, or telling us when she would make that was making the decision to to leave mexico and one of her sisters would say well it's it's tough it's hard and you know and to me it's it is a very tough decision like i said i, I don't know that i can i could easily make that transition mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and here we are our parents because you want the best for your child you right. want them to have a better future knowing what's happening in your country and then you send them, but like, that means that you have to rip them apart. That's like part of your heart. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, if I cannot stand like my child being sick, like, how am I going to send my child? And I don't know how they're going to make it, you know? And, um, and, and so we're looking for resources, you know, so if, if Freddie finds any, let us know too, right? And we could definitely try to- Yeah, same here. And ask, because I, I just, I'm like, how can we help these people? You know, la gente de, de que- you know, they're trying to, you know, just live a better life, you know, and um, that was us. We may not have crossed the border that way, but we have the, you know, very, very crazy challenges to be here, you know, yeah. to be here in this country. So, you know, our successes are their successes and we should be able to, you know, bridge that gap and be able to, to also help them be successful, you know, nuestra gente, they may not be directly from Mexico, but, you know, they're from Central America, you know, and all these countries that are just, you know, so sad, but Great. yeah, definitely is a, another topic. And hopefully if we find any resources, we could share them with uh, our listeners too, but um yeah. Homer, I'm so glad that you took time. I know you, you're, you know, you have your family too and everything from this weekend and um, taking time to talk to me, but I wanted people to know you and I wanted them to, to share a little bit about you and, you know, we'll have you, uh, especially more now that, you know, we've you tried to test out this, this um, uh, Zoom thing, we'll have you on more and um, even in hopefully maybe Monday in person now that we're feeling a little bit more safe, everybody's vaccinated yeah. um, <laughs> and, um, and so that way we could have more conversations because, you know, I think, I think it's cool for people to see this side of you and this side of our friendship too, you know, because a lot of people yeah. are like, oh my gosh, he's so like, who is this guy at your wedding shower or whatever? And I'm like, I love this man. He's like one of my best friends, you know, um, we've been through. And this is just the tip of the iceberg, everybody. We yes. So much in-depth conversations. You have no Puro idea. Cheese we'll blow man. you away. Yes. This is just the beginning. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but this is just a small introduction and I can't wait to have more of these conversations because they're so fun to have. Yeah, no, then, thank you so much for having me, Jackie. It's, um, it's really fun and I'm really glad that our cross paths crossed a long time ago and yeah. I think we built a really good friendship and I appreciate it so much. Um, yeah. So I look forward to however many other episodes you have and yes. I can contribute to. I'm more than yes. happy to do that. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Homer, so much. Um, uh, I will get with you and see what else we could record and when we could record. As you can see, it's super easy and very flu fluid and stuff. And 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 if you um, have any ideas, let me know, whatever you guys. And if whoever's listening, if you guys want to know more about anything about our friendship or more about Homer and what he does and his passion about learning new languages, let us know. You guys can send us an email on our Instagram page. Just hit the email box that will come over. Over, 
to us and then we could um, answer any of your questions. Um, and then I'll also tag him through our Instagram page. So that way, if you need any tips, fashion tips or any fashion tips for Miss Sienna, uh, go ahead and <laughs> look her up too. Um, and um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for joining joining us today, and uh, we'll see you soon. Gracias, amigos y amigas. Adiós. Adiós. <laughs>for listening i hope you guys enjoyed episode four you can now find us on youtube by searching between amigas 